Welcome to the New Age Inspired Podcast. I'm your host, Emily, an automotive corporate dropout turned certified practitioner coach, helping the visionaries and creators of today break free from the self-doubt and fear of judgment so they can create with confidence and make a difference in the world. This podcast aims to leave you feeling more aware than you were yesterday and inspired to live a fulfilled life, however that looks like for you. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great day, a great night, a great week, a great month, whatever it is for you. And yeah, just grateful that you're tuning in for another episode and also grateful that I'm still here recording because I didn't know how long this podcast would actually last because I find sometimes I start things because I want to prove to myself that I can actually do them. And then sometimes I lose a bit of inspiration and passion for it. So this is actually still something I'm passionate about, which is awesome. And I don't know if you can can relate to starting things and then realizing you don't actually enjoy it or you don't like it or the passion's just not there. Anyway, it's totally okay to change. However, I'm still here, still recording and have another amazing interview to share with you. I am joined by the beautiful Shannon Spencer, who is the founder and creator of Babes Who Brunch, which is an all women's networking and social event, which we'll go more into in the interview. I don't want to spoil too much. And we cover so many things about creating a new event that's never been done before, promoting that when no one's ever seen what that could actually be like. You don't have any marketing material and pretty much starting from scratch, really. And also the fear of criticism, which comes up a lot and sharing that idea and actually getting the support, because I know sometimes we can all feel like we're going to get criticized and then we actually do get the support when we actually share it. And also just going to bit going a bit deeper in when you're learning something new, being curious and open to that learning journey and finding whatever way you can to learn about how to make it work. And we'll dive a little bit more into that specifically. I won't go into that too much. And I guess just gaining that confidence to be able to create again. So building that self-trust and it was a really great conversation and I hope you enjoyed as well. And I also just wanted to remind you, if anyone is thinking about creating a new project, um, you've got an idea, you want to create a podcast or a blog, or you might have a business idea, whatever that may be, and you're wanting to actually create something, I have a five-step guide to developing and launching your personal brand. And you can access that on my website at www.mdouglas.com forward slash guide. And you can download that straight to your email. So let's get into it. And I hope you enjoy the interview. Welcome and thank you so much for being on the podcast today. You're welcome. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's so welcome. All good. So I wanted to talk about Babes Who Brunch and how mm-hmm. that actually came about for you, what inspired you to do it, and just like a bit of a backstory there for anyone mm-hmm. listening and to give just a bit of imp- inspiration. So 
Did you want to just explain what Babes Who Brunch actually is for anyone mm-hmm. listening? Yeah. Yep. So Babes Who Brunch is an all-women event where you can mingle, um, socialise, network, just have a good time and especially if you're, you know, you're new to town or something, you can come and meet new friends and socialise with women, especially because this day and age a lot of people work in like male-dominated industries so it is harder to make friends, like especially mm. girlfriends. And then like that is kind of where it leads into why I did it as well because I work in a male-dominated industry. Yeah. So it, did you yeah, want to um, let everyone know? So where were you or where are you working at the moment then? So I work um, driving dump trucks on a coal mine in Collie. So obviously the male population at work is definitely like... 40 to 1. <laughs> I can imagine. And oh, it could be your granddad, it could be your dad. Like, it, <laughs> but it's, it's good, but it's, yeah, there's not many girls in the sense that you could go, hey, do you want to catch up or do you mm. want to go out for a drink or socialize or anything? Mm. And so, I yeah, think that- as well, like with, with work, um, like we spend like 80% of our time at work, right? And and most times, like I know when I've been in the corporate world and all that kind of stuff, you do make friends at work that do Mm -hmm. end up becoming your friends outside work. And it can be really difficult when you're in a male-dominated industry Mm -hmm. and there's not many females that you can actually like connect with. So is that the main driver then for you to create Babes Who Brunch? Yeah, so that was definitely the main driver in the sense of like I've obviously gotten older and my friends have, you know, started to get married, have kids. So you are not limited to what you can do and like it's hanging out with your friends, you still see them, but they've kind of got their own lives going on. Mm. And working in, yeah, the male dominated industry, you're like, oh, I need some friends on your page. So it's that was definitely the main driver to be like, there's a lot of girls or women out there like me but you don't realize it until you actually bring it up to the surface that you're like hang on it's not just because you're in a small town everyone's doing their own thing it's actually a quite needed thing for females to actually connect with other females Mm, absolutely boosting them up and like women in business and like it all just comes down to that as well still having fun while at it <laughs> oh of course I think I think having having fun yes just makes it better it. Doesn't it? like that's huge <laughs> yeah so did you have like an idea in your mind or like had you seen it somewhere else of what you wanted to create like how did this actually come about I know that the driver was obviously to meet some more um, like females and and women and Mm -hmm. have a good time as well. But how did the actual idea of creating like a networking event um, and how it all kind of like panned out? Did you, can you explain that a little bit? Yep. So I did see it done um, in the same type of sense over East, um, probably a year to two years before I even brought it to life myself and I was like oh that's really cool that would be really like something especially being in the southwest there's not much 
that the girls can go to and like do and socialize at mm-hmm. so that's where I've seen it and then obviously those couple years passed and then it kind of got the idea came up again and I was like why like don't I try it and you know in your head you're doubting yourself going <laughs> no that's silly like why would I do that and then I brought the idea to like my mom and my best friend and they turned around and they said, that's great. And you're kind of like, oh, I wasn't expecting you to go along with it. I was waiting for you to go, no, that's just not going to work. Isn't that amazing that our yeah. our instinct of when we share mm-hmm. something that yes. could be an um, idea yeah. is just instant criticism or negativity towards yes. what we want to do? You definitely put that pressure on yourself straight away so it can stop you from like pursuing different ideas or anything you know and you have to kind of give it a go for Mm. you to then fail and go no it didn't work yeah exactly and Mm -hmm. you don't know what anyone's reaction is going to be or their support until you actually yeah bring it to the surface yeah exactly and how amazing that your mum and your best friend was on board as well yeah that was all for it yeah (laughs) how good so what was actually stopping you beforehand like I know that you said you were thinking about it for about like, you know, a year or so yes. and then yes. when it came up again, what was holding you back before? I don't know if it was just obviously doing it and then with COVID that started and then, yeah. you know, you kind of go back to your own life and the ideas there and you're like, oh, it's just an idea, you know, and then you forget about it and then it comes up again you're like, mm, that it seems too hard or like that you're putting all this doubt in your mind so then it kind of gets pushed to the back burner Mm. so I reckon that over that time I was still I was doubting myself for a bit because it is a thing where you've got to put yourself really out there as well and get people to trust you at the start Mm. for an event that's never been done that they're buying tickets for the unknown yeah yeah (laughs) so that's I think where it became scary too because you're like how are people going to trust me when they don't even know me and buy tickets for an event I'm supposed to be promoting saying it's going to be fun or females are going to be going and you're like, but what if no one comes? <laughs> so all these things running through your head. It was constant. Like even leading up to the first event, it was just constant in my head, like going round and round. <laughs> I think a lot of people are guilty of that and it's quite it's quite a natural uh, like reaction when when, sure. yep. when you're doing something new as well. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, our brain just goes, okay, well, these are all the possibilities of what could happen, but it's always, it's always worst case, right? Instead oh, of, yeah. okay, what um, if so many people rock up? What if it's the best event ever? What if yeah. um, what it if just it goes actually from- does turn out great, yeah. Yeah, and instead of looking at it like that, you know, we go to always what could go wrong yes yeah you've got to really change your mindset which like you said it's really hard but it takes time as well Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely and I mean obviously you kind of worked through that to be able to launch the first event yes Mm. so how did the first event actually go then in the end yeah so obviously like I said like you're trying to promote event that an event that's never happened so Mm -hmm. There was no photos. There was no like video footage, mm. nothing. So that was that was the stress as well. So I think it went good. I was promoting it 
for a while and obviously I had a lot of my friends back me up with buying tickets and my mum was there to help and then when people started buying tickets you were like oh like people actually want to come like this is needed yeah. so it didn't make you go oh this should be right but then it put that stress like are they going to have fun when they come like it just obviously domino effect mm. so after the event started it was quite funny because no one knew who I was, so they didn't know that I was technically hosting it. Right. So you'd be walking around saying hello to everyone and they're looking at you sideways going, hi. Like, <laughs> and you're like, until you got up on stage with a microphone and they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how did, um, how did the turnout end up for their first event? Like yeah, ex- was it more than you expected or oh, 100% was more I honestly was expecting like 20 people and yep. you know half of them being my friends just supporting me yeah but there was 46 wow yeah so and out of I'm pretty sure actually there was only like eight of them that were my friends so there was like yeah like that 30 plus that I had no idea who they were never met them in my life which was the whole point too like of course yeah so I was like wow like I can actually see this going with the next event going if they you know passed it on and they have fun then they're going to bring their friends and then those friends can make friends with you know other groups and that was the whole point of it so it did make you go oh this actually might work (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And and how amazing that you've been able to create that space for mm-hmm. females and women to be able to network and just, you know, go and meet new, new people because meeting mm-hmm. new people can be so daunting. Oh, it's At, so scary, so scary. And by you creating like a safe and fun space rather yeah. than going, you know, I don't even know what's out there to meet new yeah. friends apart from like meeting friends of friends going to the house or you know going out or something like that having mm-hmm. that like platform to be able to go and it's not it's not as I don't know it for me it doesn't seem as scary going to something yeah. like that uh-huh. then yeah I don't know a hundred percent like I agree with you because it's it's not like it's kind of when you laugh about it saying like when you go out to the clubs or the pubs and you make friends with girls in the toilets yeah and you could have the best time ever and you'll never see them again like you but you think <laughs> your best friends for the night and like that's kind of like it sounds silly but you wanted that vibe for the whole event to be like hang on you've connected over a game we've played or yeah. Um, you're just having a laugh with each other and now you're just interacting because some people have come alone and just that interaction with other women because they know they're single mums or they've just had a baby and they're like can't haven't spoke to an adult in yeah that's so true I didn't actually so, think yeah. about that um mm-hmm. you know and there's so many different situations for people uh, I guess of wanting to go as well like I know that we've obviously touched on being you know, in a male-dominated industry, mm-hmm. like the mum side or like, you know, you might have just moved here and don't know yes. anyone or you've been working flat out and haven't had any time or like there's so many different reasons. Yeah, so many different scenarios of, and that was what it comes down to. It's like there's so many things for so many people. Like 
you know, me working in a male-dominant industry might not be for someone else that works in a female-dominant industry, but they, they might not click with those females either. Yeah, so that's true. They might not be on the same page with the interests or anything. Yeah. So, like, these events, if people are kind of happy to even make that first step and go to the event, they already got the same thing in common. Yeah, that's so on true. That so, and then when you get to the event, obviously then people go, hang on, you're really fun or like you want to go out afterwards or let's go get a drink or let's catch up or your kids are the same age, like let's hang out. Mm. It starts that domino effect for people with conversations as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That, that's a really um, just a, such a cool mission. Yes, yeah. As well. So how did you actually like market that first event so for anyone listening like if they wanted to you know create an event or something and they've mm-hmm. got they've got no evidence I guess of what mm-hmm. to expect what was actually yeah. your strategy in regards to the marketing I did your typical Facebook um, and Instagram like I made a page so mm-hmm with anything with any business I guess you know it is social media driven these days for everything so it that is definitely a first step and then using the platform of Facebook where they have the events and you can do the paid posts and target them like I targeted all my posts at women mm. in the like south what obviously for me with the southwest I targeted Bunbury area and I did go to a bit of Mandra like under there just to have that round um, radius going but you know making events and then you know if you share them then your friend shares it and it gets that different group of people Mm. so it was it was constantly sharing it yourself as well like on your stories or your page because obviously people can miss it so of course definitely like utilizing like the free things on social media and then yeah you can put the paid post did help that's for sure yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So like business, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then obviously when you had the first event, um, you had like photographers and everything there. Is that right? Yeah. So the first event I did um, get a hold of a photographer, which really helped because I didn't know if I would have the time to take photos or videos, but I did have my mum on a mission videoing so we could make a, a promo video as such for the next event. Cool. So every event I do that, my mom, if we can't get a photographer, my mom or myself takes photos and videos and I mash it all together at the end to like, you know, post it to be like, this is how the event went. Plus like when it gets ready to sell tickets for the next event, it's like a promo video. Yeah, cool. And do you have any like background or history with tech or editing videos or whatever? Nothing at all. Good old TikTok and Instagram reels. And that's what I mean, taking advantage of the free social media like platforms that they give you. And they're easy to work out, even if you did put in Google, like how to. Yeah. I think a lot of people hold off doing certain things. It's like, oh, well, I don't know how to use social media or I don't know how to make a video. I don't know how to edit photos. I don't know Mm -hmm. how to create an ad or whatever. So then that can like. Stop them from doing anything. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it just, yeah. just goes to show like there's so much, even if you know nothing at all, the internet is the most amazing oh. place, especially. Like Google, you can Google anything. Or if you've got younger siblings or kids, yeah. <laughs> they know more about the social media than you do. So yeah. that's good. that as well. Mm, that's amazing. Now, this originally was obviously for you to meet people as well because you mm-hmm. wanted to have some more friendships and meet some new people, but it's kind of turned into like a little bit of a business. Were you actually like aiming for that to be a business to start with or did it just kind of happen? Um, at the start, like obviously that was in the back of my mind where it's yep. like, oh, this could become a business, but at the start I'm happy for it to just be a social gathering because obviously I get to go. Yeah. And my friends that go that time get to go and it's fun for something for me to do as well. Yeah. So, yeah, and then it kind of turned, yeah, like a more that, you know, it's a regular thing now. People are assuming it is a business. So I did it for, like I said, I'm going to do it for a year and I'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And then if it doesn't go well, I will stop it. Mm -hmm. I think it has gone I've done five events now and I think it has gone pretty well to continue to the next year to give it a go. Absolutely. And how long, when did you, when did you launch it? What year? Um, 20, it would be, in, what would have been August 2020 was my first event. Yeah. August. Wow. Yeah. And you've done five events since then. Yeah. So every three months, yep. Five, yep. Yeah. Wow. Well, you've already hit the one year mark. Yep. So that my last <laughs> event pretty much was, the one year as such with the five events and so the plan is now to yeah launch it into the next year and I'm going to give a guy at branching out to different locations on top of the normal Bunbury events so okay you know it's another tester of if that goes well then I'll continue doing that if it doesn't I'll go back to just Bunbury <laughs> yeah yeah well at least you've got the foundations and the basics there and then it's like innovating that idea to mm-hmm. make it grow. So what mm-hmm. would be like, I guess, the end goal for this um, like event? Have you got like a bigger picture of what ideally you would love it to be? I I would love it to obviously have more um, women at the events and make them really big. But yeah. what they are at the moment, I am like, already happy with. In the sense, like if it didn't change, I wouldn't be disappointed because I already think that it's it's it is serving its purpose. Yeah. Like with the events, like I said, I would love for them to get bigger, and like more of a, a known event that people are waiting that three months for it. Mm. That people are excited. They're going. Yep. Every three months, we have an outing booked. So it is something to look forward to. Yeah. But I think it's starting to do that now. So. Like I've never really thought of like, you know, years down the track, how long it will be going for or if, you know, you can do it more often than three months because you are that flat out. But Mm. like what it is at the moment, like I'm like so happy with how it has been going. Like I'm really grateful for all the women that do attend and all the businesses that help out. And I was just shocked that all the businesses wanted to help out. So Mm. it has worked really well. 
That's amazing. And did you, did they reach out to you or did you reach out to the businesses? Um, at the start, I was reaching out to the businesses. And again, the first one is a hard one to ask a business for any donations to an event that's never happened before. So mm. that was hard. And then I did get some relationships with businesses for each event. So they were happy to easy, just hand over anything I needed, or they wanted to give me a good idea for something. And then a couple of events go down, people started to message me because um, they wanted to put things in the goodie bags or give me a door prize or just shout out over the social media. So it is slowly getting to where people are messaging me about it, which is amazing. Yeah, that's really good yeah. growth as well. Yes, definitely. But I've made some really good um, relationships with the businesses too, which is great because they're all f- most of them are all female businesses and I've made friends with them now and they come to the events and so it is yeah it's definitely serving its purpose that's for sure that's <laughs> awesome and you've obviously made new connections from yes. this 100% yep yep and like, yep. is that more than what you thought you'd get out of it oh definitely like even with the businesses that I have on board for donating things or making things they've then made connections with other businesses I've used because then they've seen each other and that was the whole sole purpose of that as well as promoting those local businesses that people might not have access to or seen yeah so they all now that some of them all work together as well now for their own business so I was like that's even just amazing as it is yeah, what a mm-hmm. what a result! You know, they're making new connections. They're also yeah. getting like business mm-hmm. results as well, and it's all, you know, all a domino effect from this event, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So, what is a little bit of a sneak peek of what to expect at the events? I know that I I've been to one of them, which was amazing, mm-hmm. and you know there was some there were some games, but can you just yeah, touch on like if anyone wanted to come to one of the events, what what is their expectation or what would they um, get? Yeah, so like you said, um, there is games and some of the games can go from childhood games to just random socialising activities just to get everyone mingling and get up and have a laugh. Yeah. And then obviously there's always entertainment. Um at each event, there is entertainment from drag queens to fire shows. And also you get goodie bags, food, drinks, desserts, mingling. It's just a roundabout, just good couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's so good. And I think as well, like you can go um, – you can go there, you're able to get dressed up if you don't really have a lot of vents on as well because I know that that like definitely a thing too. Like people actually can go out and drag that dress they wanted to wear because there's no dress code. Like if you want to get doled up because you don't get out or if you want to rock up casual, whatever you feel comfortable in. Yeah. yeah. Which is what the purpose of it as well. Like I do try to do different themes for the decorations and some people go along with the theme for their outfits cool but it's however dressed up you want casual the style the color whatever you feel comfortable in there's no set dress code for some people because 
why make someone try to wear something that they're not going to be comfortable in? Like the whole point is for empowering women, not making them feel uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, at least if anyone goes, they know that they're in a comfortable space where Mm -hmm. there is no expectation to look like anything at all. You're going there purely to network and mingle and Mm -hmm. just have a good time as well and have a bit of fun because Mm -hmm. I think there's just like fun isn't around a lot anymore. It's all so serious. serious. Yeah. And to be able to go have a laugh, meet some new people, do something different how good and you know if you want to get dressed up you can if you don't then that's cool as well you get to have a drink if that's what you want to do have some different food and like it's a really cool venue and your decorations are always amazing as well thank you Mm. yes because I have found um, some women too like with the outfit choices they've worn something that is a bit more risque as such that they would never wear in like you know to the pub because they feel like then they're getting judged as they're wearing it for someone instead of they just feel good in it as well so they wear it to the events going I can wear it no one's going to be bothered by it and I feel good in it being around women Mm. like it's more empowering yeah absolutely and how amazing for someone to come away feeling comfortable in who they are and Mm -hmm. either what they're wearing or just in general rather than coming away feeling insecure Mm -hmm. worried about what other people are going to think or you know just definitely yeah 100% like because you know everyone knows like with the way social media is these days too we already have that pressure being females with way looking a certain way or dressing a certain way or you need to be like this or like that so it's it's like come as you are like have fun as you are like everyone is accepted like obviously over 18 but yeah of course it's any age at all like some people think it's a young person's thing and it's like no it's like far from it it's all ages Mm. it's literally any age everyone has a laugh with each other you don't have to be a certain age to have fun that's for sure not at all I love that and Mm -hmm just touching back on what you said earlier about becoming like best friends with girls in the bathrooms and Mm -hmm. having that vibe Mm -hmm. is just like so cool. And I know there's so many people that I've probably met in bathrooms as well, where like could have been best friends for sure, but you never see them again. Oh yeah. You never see them again at all. Like, and that's the funniest thing. Like each event, most people go out afterwards, they'll go out for a drink. And I know a lot of them have gone, hey, do you want to come? And they've brought someone that they just met because they've had that laugh, like they were in the bathroom at the club. So, and you get to, yeah, you know, you get each other on Instagram or you go, when are you going to come to the next event? It's, you know, that's how new, obviously, friendships are made. So it's awesome. Yeah, that's so good. And how do you come up with the themes for each event honestly I'll wing it now <laughs> that's totally fine I love I that do, no, I do sometimes have a plan like I've like saw an idea somewhere I've seen a color scheme I'm like oh that would be really cool to do and then I do like obviously put it into the event but some of them 
I've just gone like yeah, as it gets closer all those balloons look really nice together we'll go with that color that's so cool how long does it take you to like organize the next event like how far out I start organizing the next event while I'm doing the one that like is coming up only like venue wise and yeah time wise mm-hmm. um but I can't half the time you can't organize with anything until it gets a bit closer for you know food wise or drink wise so it is you're still kind of like organizing yeah two at the same time you know buying decorations or like that thinking of the theme you're going to go with so it is always a couple at a time that's for sure yeah yeah (laughs) that might just be me too I'm I like to be organized that's good though because obviously it's um it's shown like with the organization of getting it all together it has been a really great result. Are yeah, you yeah. quite organised outside of like Babes Who Brunch as well, like in your normal life? Like I'm definitely one of those people my mum likes to say I'm like 10 steps ahead of myself. Um, <laughs> but then it's like as I've gotten older, I have like put the brakes on a bit and gone with the flow more, but I do like to know what's happening. Mm. So it probably has helped. That's for sure, like having that mindset already that I need to have this organised so I'm not stressing as it gets closer Mm. or, you know, organising things with other businesses that so they're not stressing either. So it's kind of probably helped is that's for sure, like being like that. Yeah. (laughs) It's not probably a bad thing at all. Yeah. I think we need to have that balance of structure and flow because then that Mm – yeah, it gives us both. Like we need structure to then be able to flow as well. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with that. Mm. So if what advice do you have for anyone like thinking about doing something similar or hosting an event or even just like coming out with an idea and wanting to take action mm-hmm. on that? Now like doing like what I've done and you actually like you see the other side of it, mm. it's, it obviously makes you like want to give all that inspiration and like that love to people that want to do it because without obviously my friends and like my family giving you that push, you wouldn't have done it Mm. But because you don't see, you go, oh, what if it does go well? So it's definitely something that everyone should just give it a go, like regardless of what it is, it could be something really small or it could be something huge and like, over the top that you've really got to just go for it because you know what is the worst that can happen it's just not going to work and you're going to be back to where you were before so and by mm. not thinking what if exactly so and then you know like you don't want to be the down the track yeah and go oh what if I did try that I could have been in this position or instead of oh well I could have but I didn't and then you'd be disappointed for the rest of your life that's for sure Absolutely. And I know like I think about that when, you know, when challenges come up or if I have new ideas, it's like, okay, well, I always would rather have I did it and it didn't work out than mm-hmm. I look back and say, what if I did that? Wonder what, mm-hmm. I wonder what would have happened if I did that. Yeah, it's like exactly. at least you know. And I think that's yeah, a really good approach towards mm-hmm. things because then it's it kind of reduces the I guess the pressure of it mm-hmm. being like perfect 
at it being one hundred percent successful, whatever that looks like for you. It's just this is a learning curve for me. This is just something that I need to I need to find out. I need to know. It's just answering oh, the question. Hundred mm. percent. And like that's why I think the older you get, you realize that life is just a learning curve for everyone. It's you're not going to know what's going to happen. You don't know how anything's going to turn out, but you kind of just got to do it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. To see. Like. Yeah. And then those smaller things that seemed like such a massive thing are so you're so comfortable with now. Like thinking, yeah. you know, thinking about when you first started, even just sharing that that idea with your friends and family. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm 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 just assuming this, but now like, do you have any resistance in telling anyone about what yeah, you're doing yeah you're exactly right with that it's like now if I have like other ideas like I said I'm going to branch out and go to different locations it's like so easy just to flow off that you're like oh this is what I'm going to do now and they're like still obviously really supportive and they're like awesome mm. but it's not yeah that resistance in saying oh like here's my idea like what do you reckon it's like this is what I'm doing like <laughs> Yeah. And how amazing, like the, the shift from, oh, I don't know if I'm going to say anything to cool. I feel comfortable sharing this and I know that I can make my ideas happen and I've got the support. And even if you don't have the support, you know that you can do it anyway. So. Yeah. And that's what I think I've found too, like me going along with it too. I've got that more of that um, attitude too. going, do you know what, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I can't do anything about it. You know what I mean? If people, if I don't sell tickets to this event, I only have this many people, like I'm still going to put that same event on I would for 46 people as I would for 20. Mm. It's not going to change. Like, yeah, it might be disappointing at the start thinking I would have had more people, but, you know, there's all these different things that come into play that, you know, wrong time of year or that stuff, but you can't let it get you down in the sense that you're just going to quit altogether. Yeah. And I you guess, know, yeah. And I guess it like when things come up like that, it's more of a okay. Well, how do I pivot? How do I learn from this? So, like oh. you said, okay, is it the wrong time of the year? Well, then you know, for next time, you're not going to do that again, but you might be able to do something else that's going to be right at that time of the year. Or that's what exactly happened with my Christmas event last year? It's I had only twenty people. And I didn't do a Christmas event this year for that reason. So, mm. yeah, you're definitely learning from each experience you're doing and stuff yeah. like that, 100%. Mm. And I think that's a really good uh, step as well. And I know that like, I encourage a lot of people that I work with um, with this. When they have launched an idea or a business idea or they've, you know, taken action on something, it's like, okay, you go through the process and then right at the end, it's like let's reflect on what what went well, what didn't go well, and how can we actually uh, make it better and mm-hmm. and innovate this rather than seeing it as okay, um, like it was shit, it didn't go well. I'm not going to ever do it again. It's like this is just opportunity for growth and for you to oh, learn yeah. that you won't do it again. Yeah, exactly. Because how else? Yeah, how else will you know that until you've tried it? Mm, yeah, because you know, it might work for some people, just doesn't work for you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you're just going to set yourself up for success now because you know that you're not going to hold that event so close to Christmas if that's what it oh, is. Exactly. Mm. exactly. And you just always got to look back and go, this is where I've come from or what's happened and I've got to this point because I have pushed through or I have just gone, do you know what, keep going. Mm. 
and that's all it comes down to. You just got to keep kicking on. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Do you have any like beliefs or like affirmations that you, I guess, revert back to to kind of like get you through challenges? I don't actually. Um, I know that, you know, that's something that I, I really want to dive into like to get into that mindset, you know, where people do the journaling and they wake up and they say this affirmation and like, you know, manifestation and stuff like that. I've just never really got into it, but I just know it, it, I can see how it would help and I know it would help in my own life as well. So it's, it's definitely something I want to put into play in the future. Mm. But at the moment I don't really, except for it is what it is, like, (laughs) And and I know that like even what you mentioned before about like you don't know unless you try. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's also just a really something powerful to go mm-hmm. back to when you are faced with a challenge or something that you're really unsure about and you could easily just sit in your comfort zone and go, you know what, I'm not going to do it. Like it's just it's too scary, it's too hard, I don't know how it's going to turn out, whatever. If you can then in that moment go, okay, but all of that, yeah. yeah, sure. But I also, I'm, I will know what will happen, and I will have that evidence, and I will have that answer, rather than being in the unknown of and wondering. Yeah, hundred percent agree with you with that. Mm. So, what inspires you? Like, how do you get yourself inspired? Oh, what inspires me? I definitely, like, you know, this, coming back to, like, social media, there is a lot of people that I follow that I do see that are in that same position that I am, mm-hmm. that it, that inspires me for sure of what they're doing in life and, like, that how they plan their day and they just don't, like, mind my language but, like, no shit's given attitude type thing. It's, yeah, you know, so that... I think as I've got older, I've only noticed that, but in the last couple of years, like, and I wish I had that attitude to inspire people years ago to do yeah. it. And now I've gotten it now, like, you know, but I know that I can pass it on to like, you know, my younger sister and like even my brothers and stuff like that, that attitude or showing them what you're doing or, you know, to still give it a go and, mm. But I think just people around me, like they do inspire me. Like my best friend inspired me with her little business. And so it's it's definitely just little things around. I love that. That always just pop up and, and you know, down the track more things will inspire me, that's for sure. It's mm. And it's just trying to then inspire other people too now. It's to show that if I can do it, you can do it, like literally. <laughs> like that would be cool. <laughs> yeah. And I think we we take that like saying for granted until until we actually do something. And then you're like, well, yeah, far out. If I can do it, you can yeah. do it. There's no reason why you can't. Yeah, 100%. You know, and if anyone listening is thinking about a business idea or just doing something that they've always wanted to do, like, God, you're a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Like if you can do it, anyone can do it. And there's so many yeah. people out there doing things and it's like what what makes it different? It doesn't. It's yeah, just exactly. taking action. Also, I mean, like I've had no background in, you know, events or planning things and like 
it's all this stuff that I've had no yeah background in doing that or you know you don't like the attention type thing but then you're throwing yourself into this spot that you kind of like well you're kind of getting thrown into that but Mm. it's yeah like it's if I can do it literally like I hate public speaking but (laughs) (laughs) I kind of got to do it a little bit I'm kind of good because I, I don't like it. So every time I have to do it, I do feel myself getting better at it. Yeah. And I know that it will get to that point where I'm like, oh, this is easy. Like, what yeah, was it, I scared about? Yeah. And I think that's when we constantly do things that do make us feel uncomfortable, eventually it is makes you feel comfortable, right? That's the whole. Oh, yes. Totally and, agree with it. Like, and, and that's where growth comes from is by yes. doing those uncomfortable things because mm-hmm. you don't grow in your comfort zone. No, that's exactly right. You do not grow in your comfort zone. That's so you've got to got to be thrown into the deep end sometimes for it actually to, you know, make you do something. But then you always grow from it. Mm. And then you actually realize, shit, I can do it. You know, I got this. Like it's cool. Yeah, yeah. What was I worried about? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. So before we uh, finish up, I just wanted to Mm -hmm. ask you three little questions. So. The first one, what is the best advice that you have ever received? Best advice I have ever received? I think it's still, yeah, around that same thing. Like you've just got to give it a shot. Like what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Like, yeah, at the time it's going to suck. But you're going to look back and go, if I didn't do that, like if that door didn't shut, this door wouldn't have opened. And it's along those lines where, yeah, you've just, well, yeah, what is the worst that can happen? You know, you don't want to be in your, I know it sounds morbid, but like you don't want to be on your deathbed and going, like, I wish I did this. I wish I tried that or I wish I went there. And like, I don't want to be like that. And that's what people keep saying. You don't want to be sitting there wishing you want to go I did all that like I'm happy yeah absolutely and I know it sounds corny but like you know living without no like without any regrets when when you are at the end of your days you don't want to regret anything that you didn't do yes and that's what I completely like going with now it's like because you don't because life is short yeah, oh, 100%. And you don't realise that until something big happens and you you don't want to get to that point where you go, oh, my God, like what have I been doing mm. when I could have tried this or tried that, I've gone here or because I've been scared. But it's like life is short. We're only here for, you know, a certain amount of time. You might as well make the most of it. Yeah, absolutely. That's for sure. I love that. Cool. And if you could be doing anything uh, in like at all like with your life or career or whatever and there would like there was no restrictions money wasn't an issue skills wasn't an issue what would you be doing I think I actually would have something to do with event planning like I do enjoy doing that and especially the, the possibilities of mm the things you can do with event planning you know if no money is involved you know what I mean that you can make someone's day or night like them rocking up and seeing the way the room looks or it's giving that person that joy going wow like this is for me 
Like mm-hmm. I, so I think it would definitely be along those lines of creating those spaces for people to like, for them to be like, awesome. Like, this is amazing. I'm like over the moon, like in that sense. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I definitely think it would be, yeah, something to do with that because, you know, the possibility is endless with, you know, making events and decor and everything like that. So to make, put a smile on people's face, you know, that's I think what it would definitely come down to. Cool. That's awesome. And last little question, Mm -hmm. what is your favourite, like, pump up energy boosting song so if you're feeling a bit like low and you just need a bit of a boost of energy and inspiration what is your go-to song that definitely does change depending <laughs> on the song that out. <laughs> but I know my original one was like shake it off by Taylor Swift yeah cool that was definitely I reckon it still probably is a go-to. Obviously, more songs come out each and every day that you're like, wow, like this pumps me up and like and could care less attitude. You're like, I've got this. Yeah. But I think the yeah, original one definitely would be Shake It Off because yeah, you can cool. jump around crazy and still have that attitude like, do you know what, I got this. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon that's so cool. Awesome. So is there anything that I haven't covered that you wanted to talk about or mention or even just say to the listeners or anything like that before we kind of finish up? Um, I don't think so other than like literally if you have any ideas or little small plans that you want to do, just, you know, write it down and have a look, you know, if it's possible for you to give it a go or make, make it work just try it because there might be some stepping stones to get to it, but you'll be surprised how easy it is to actually start something. It's, yeah, it's not as hard as what you actually think to start anything like business-wise events, anything in life really. It's once you nut it down and like look at it, especially on a piece of paper, you can go actually that's very doable Mm. and you'll be very surprised. So that I think 100% if you can, you have any little inkling of an idea you want to just throw out there or do, just give it a go. Like 100% just give it a go. You would not regret it. That's for sure. That's so good. Yeah. And I think as well, like just um, adding on to that, getting it out of your head because we get so caught up in our head and we get so caught up with all the different possibilities and ideas. And when we actually get it onto paper and actually see it, it seems so much simpler and easy. Oh, easy as soon as you can like actually visualize it and it's like making a vision board and like you visualize you're like oh wow that's actually not that hard Mm. to get to so definitely would be that for sure cool that is a great way to end this amazing conversation I really (laughs) really appreciate you sharing that with us I appreciate thanks for having me on oh you're so welcome thank you I loved that conversation and I just think Shannon is doing some really cool stuff and, you know, getting like-minded people and women together in a comfortable place, being able to support each other, meet new people, have a good time and just, God, like not worry and not have to think about 
what everyone's going to be thinking about them and all that kind of stuff. I just think it's really, really cool. And if anyone wants to go to one of those events, you can find Shannon on Instagram at Babes Who Brunch, and they are done every three months in the southwest of Australia. However, I know, as we spoke about in the interview, that she will be trying to expand that. However, keep your eyes peeled for tickets and the event dates and also locations, which is pretty cool. And I also wanted to highlight that I just loved her approach to you know, if you don't do it, you don't know. And I follow that a fair bit myself. And I think it's really, really powerful because we've got a bit of a fear of the unknown, but then as well, we also want to know what's, what we want to happen too. So it's like a catch 22, but you can pretty much you know, create your own reality and your own future when you actually start making decisions and doing things that you want to do. So I definitely encourage you to just step outside your comfort zone and just do something, even if it is something small, like reading a book, getting on YouTube, getting on TikTok, like um, Shannon said, or, you know, just learning something new. And the internet is so, so powerful and you don't have to know everything before you start. I can certainly say that I don't know everything about business, about podcasting, about blogging, about writing, about coaching, um, you know, so many things. However, we're all learning and there are so many levels and it doesn't matter. Just start, right? So yeah, I really hope you enjoyed that episode. And again, just a reminder, if you do want to grab my five steps to developing and launching your personal brand, You can get that on my website, which is www.mdouglas.com forward slash guide, and that will go straight to your email and it will be able to get you started in having the right headspace and right roadmap and strategy to get started on your project. And again, if you do need any help, I am always here. You can always reach out to me on Instagram at emilydouglas.co, and that is with a double S, something special about that. Um... I don't even know where that came from. I don't even know why I said that. But anyway, you can find me on Instagram. Um, Otherwise, stay tuned for more episodes. Please share this with somebody that you feel would get any value out of it. Or you can always subscribe and please leave me a review or send me anything that you would like to hear on the podcast. I would love to hear from you and I'd love to give you more of what you actually want. In the meantime, I hope you have an amazing week. And yeah, all all the love and kindness and inspiration and passion being sent through your ears to you. See you later.